Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Had to think about what day it was for a second. It is June 30th, the last day of June, the last day I'll be doing radio uh, for a little, little while. Long weekend getaway on the horizon. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your hump day morning. Hope you're making it a good one. It's finally not going to be hotter than you know what today so that makes me happy and uh although i'll be on the road traveling for part of the day which so i guess it really doesn't matter what the weather is here in town but all around good news it was a newsworthy tuesday also so we've got a lot to get to uh, our volleyball game did not start till 10 30 last night 150 percent convinced that i have done something just horrid to my back um, and that comes Ooh. on the heels of 24 hours out of my round at Oakmont that I've been looking forward to for about a year. So I ever, uh, Justin, you got to take this curse off me, dude. Ever since I turned 30, it's just, it's not, it's not like if I get hurt, it's just when and what is going to be ailing. It, it's not up to me, TJ. I've told you it's up to you at this point to pass that along to someone else, but good news for you. I don't know if you've dealt with golf pain on or with back pain on the golf course, but anytime I golf with a sore back, I usually play pretty lights out because you don't swing hard. You can't swing hard. Yeah, I got about like two hours of sleep last night. I, I couldn't like move hard. Um, so did the uh, did like the heat and ice currently doing the ice right now during the radio show and uh, all signs will point towards I will just like I'll be tiger woods and back in was that 2008 i think maybe it was uh if i'll I'll do whatever i'll do whatever it takes to make sure i'm i'm playing golf tomorrow although there's also like a 95 percent chance of rain but uh (laughs) but luckily we're also going to play on friday so i don't know maybe one of the maybe a best case scenario would be tomorrow gets rained out and i get another day to kind of rest up for friday but but who i'll i'll be okay right roush right yeah yeah you know what that's what they make icy hot for you just load that back up on some icy hot get a good stretch in and uh you'll be good to go maybe uh maybe just two volleyball leagues is one too many uh, also don't you normally like play on thursdays and fridays what's up with tuesday night the, with, with friday night ended we then we started up on tuesday now oh god which I, which, I, which i'm a fan i'd rather i'd rather play on a tuesday than a friday to be honest that's true are you down to at least one league no we're it's thursday league still rocking and rolling oh man yeah but I think that one's ending soon. I'm not sure our status for uh, the additional league. And while that 10:30 game, like that's just a hilariously late time to start a volleyball game yeah. in the city of Louisville, out in uh, you know the, the the different parts of town that have volleyball. 
And then, like, the last game should be going off at 9.30. And then, you know what? If you're in, like, the 10.15 or 10.30 time slot, they should just say, like, both those teams get buys. And then, like, it should be, like, a rotating schedule, um, which most of the leagues do. But that's just – that's way too late. Although, like, with how hot it's been playing at 6, I don't know if I'd rather play at 10.20 or play at 6 because that wouldn't have been good. And then what was the most annoying part about it was all I did was just, like, it wasn't like a diving incident that caused it. It was just like a, a a cautious pivot, like, oh, the ball may be going over there. I'll take a step just in case. And I took that step, and I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh, that, like, that's, that's not good. That doesn't feel good at all. And uh, obviously, I finished mm. out the game because I'm not Trey Young, and when it matters the most, my team needs me out there on a useless Tuesday night volleyball league. Uh, and luckily, we didn't get swept because of my heroics. <laughs> you did it, buddy! Congrats, you did I mean, it. I mean, we didn't we didn't win either, but we didn't get swept, which is pretty good for us in this in these leagues. So, uh, so I'm I'm I got like two hours of sleep. Roush, I heard you talking before we got on the air. I joined the call a little bit late. Sounds like you didn't get a lot of sleep. So nope. this could be this could be a fun little KRC. Justin, how was work yesterday? Work was work, and I didn't think I got a lot of sleep. But guys, I'll be glad to take my six hours and run. No, oh, man, I'm gonna need you to take my spot at Oakmont tomorrow. Okay, buddy. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. I would love to actually do that. Hey, so I'm going to Virginia this weekend. I told you all that, right? You know, Virginia is for lovers. I am not going for loving, but <laughs> I did. I did figure out the golf course I'm playing, so we're playing the Pete Dye River course, which is Virginia Tech's course. So that's pretty cool. I heard oh, that nice. one's on, I heard that one's on the river. It is. It's like there's like seven holes on the river. That wow. sounds awesome. Well, yeah. send send put some pictures on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. And I don't know will. if we've just been attacked by like hackers or something uh what a great endorsement to get people to the kentucky roll call facebook page but we had like 15 new additions in like 24 hours or something what? like that yeah yeah i was it was just the, like kept saying new people were joining i clicked on a few of the profiles just to see because you know like we we've i think if you know kentucky roll call you know that our facebook page kentucky roll call and some people don't like facebook or don't get on facebook some people get on facebook very minimally and the fact and when they do they're not going to spend it on some like uk basically the equivalent of like a uk message board but uh, it's a good way to engage with the show uh, with some funny stuff i'll i'll post some pictures there this weekend i would imagine justin i wouldn't mind seeing the course you're playing at so uh Feel free to post some yourself, but yeah, some some additional Facebook followers. Thanks, folks. We we appreciate that. And uh, what we'd also appreciate is a little Jalen Duran committing to Kentucky. How about that? Seems like the momentum is in UK's corner. Mm-hmm. Roush, as somebody that did this for you know like eight years, seven years, six years, however long, too long is what the answer to the question. Uh, be cautious, folks. This is like the post visit high. Oh yeah, yeah. And and while and while I love hearing the good news, it's certainly better than the alternative. It's certainly better than Lonnie Walker falling asleep on his visit. I love hearing it. I'm all for it. I'm just just be cautious. Emotions always run high after visits. Penny staying at Memphis. We got to yep. talk about that. But Roush, even your former ex boss, he he was hearing good things, and you know he's he's connected. So. Uh, you've, the people Cats Illustrated have heard positive things so far. I know Jack as well. So this right. is th- this is a good development. Yeah, right now we're at the point where you're only hearing good things. 
Uh, so I, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Terry, in that the cautiously optimistic camp is probably the wise way to go because it's, if you were following along with, uh, Justin yesterday on the dare Rosenthal stuff, that was, uh, man, that was, that was a wild roller coaster ride over there on the house of blue of not like, I mean, like, let's call it what it was. There was some backpedaling because, uh, what was once foreseen as like a done deal without being said that it was a done deal that yeah, he never said it was going to be a done deal, but most just assumed, okay, this is going to happen. Still probably is going to happen, but there were words coming out of that camp that like, Oh wait, Baylor's involved. Oh, now Florida state. So in all of these recruitments, it's very, uh, it's, it's more of the norm that there's going to be a little bit of last minute, uh oh, something could go down. Then, then the opposite. So, uh, right now it does seem good in the Jalen Duran camp, and it's not just from the Duran camp; it's from the Cal camp, it's from everybody around UK. Uh, but there is the uh, the the one little hiccup, as you said. We thought Penny would be heading to Orlando. Uh, not only is he not going to Orlando, he says, "I'm back." And he's also hiring Larry Brown to be an assistant, which what the hell has Larry Brown been doing? And, and also Memphis is under investigation right now in the NCAA there. They've got a case in that IARP thing. And I'm pretty sure Larry Brown has been caught cheating every single place he's ever been to. So I don't really get the reasoning behind Penny doing it other than, uh, you know what? This is the most Penny Hardaway thing ever. You know, double birds up. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Deal with it, NCAA. For what it's worth, Nick, Larry Brown hasn't coached since 2018, and that was in an Italy league, and he was fired midseason with the team 5-19, and 19, hasn't coached since then. Oh, wow. Well, I know he was with, what, SMU prior to that, and he got caught cheating there after he made them pretty Correct. decent. Yep. So... Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater had a wife, couldn't keep her. And now he's going to Memphis. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Larry Brown and Memphis and Penny. Just what a, what a strange, strange combination I, there. Hopefully it's strange enough to keep Jalen Duran away. I, I throw Justin, I throw Jalen Duran over to Roush and he takes us to Jalen Duran. He takes us to dare. He takes us to Penny. He takes us back to Jalen. That's what we call a professional. That's oh. that's KRC for you there, baby. I mean, that, that's a that's a cycle. He, he touched all the bases, and uh, I, I don't even know where to get in. I, I want to talk about the stuff over at uh, Cats Illustrated. I want to talk about Dare. I want to talk about Duran, 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 Duran. Uh, I want to talk about Penny. I want to talk about all of it. And I guess uh, I'll pick up where you left off with the with the Penny stuff, and we'll get maybe a football here in a in a little bit. But I mentioned that like. I do think, and Penny said he was like, "I'd love to coach in the NBA. I'd love, and wouldn't it be special if it was the Magic? But it won't be right now." And that definitely came off as like a, "I didn't get the gig, folks." Like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, and <laughs> and, and uh, he, he, I'm sure he'll. Uh, well, I'm not sure, but I would like to think that he'll get uh, a, a, another opportunity to coach and be a head coach in the NBA. And I think he could do a better job than he's doing in college because he's not doing all that great in college, but I'd mentioned that this could just be, Hey, Jalen Duran is on Kentucky's campus. 
Let's get Penny's name in the news while he's there. He'll be on scrolling through Twitter. He'll be scrolling through Instagram. He'll see accounts saying that Penny's interviewing for the Magic. And guess what? Right when he's coming off feeling high from that UK visit, bada boom, bada bing, I'll tell him that I'm staying and I'll get some goodwill. We'll get some momentum rolling again and, and it'll get folks excited and maybe this will help us in this recruitment. I think uh, Jalen said he's announcing a top five on Friday. Right that, right, that may came from uh, Tipton edits, but uh, Joe Tipton, we found out his his name. I don't know if people knew his name. I, I, yeah, I, I never knew his name either. That was I, uh, I didn't know what he looked like. He's a good looking young man. He, he seems uh, seems I, like he's I expected got a lot him to, go to be him. much creepier. Same, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I mean, you know, like the funny thing, you know, we get older, Roush, and we do uh, journalists do have a a look about them. Uh, to, in some capacities, but we all kind of start out the same. And like, even people that listen to sports radio and are on the websites and reading, like generally you're like somewhat of an athletic kid, or you, if you're not athletic, you still at least like sports and you kind of grow up just like following sports and journalism's a capacity, to, a way to get, to stay into it. You know, always wanted to go into coaching, but that just wasn't going to happen at UK. Well, you can go into coaching T-ball. Or but like you, you always wanted to like stay close to the sport. But uh, anyway, so we we you, you had you had also a, a Twitter account come out with the Penny stuff, bringing it back to Penny, where he was like the sixth uh -huh. Vegas favorite to get the magic job. So I don't really think it's all that big of a surprise. I was a little surprised to see Shams be like, and what was thought just to be a courtesy interview. Now he's a serious, serious candidate. It, it, it almost seemed, I don't know. The whole thing seemed a little set up. Maybe it was just genuine, but Vegas never really bought into the hype that Penny was going to be the next coach. Uh, Becky, who was it? Was it Becky Harmon from the Spurs? I think she was the second favorite. Hey, have man, they yeah. made? Have they have they made a, a hire yet? I uh, do not believe so. Okay, she was the second favorite. I think that's going to be cool when she becomes a head coach in the NBA. But uh, so Vegas never bought into it. I was a little iffy on it. I was hoping it would happen. I'll admit that. But he's staying. And uh, so I guess Memphis will continue to be a very minor thorn in Kentucky's side. But I, they're not a threat from a national title standpoint. I don't think they're certainly not in this upcoming season. Roush, you know how my mind works. It's always – who are the teams that can beat Kentucky? And sadly, last year, the list was like 315 teams. But yeah. most years, you like to get that down to one, two, five, six, seven. Memphis right. will never be one of no, Memphis will never be one of those teams. So I'm not worried from that perspective. But as I said a couple days ago, losing one recruit to Memphis is one too many. No, no, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I mean, it's Memphis State, by God. Get the hell out of here with that nonsense. You aren't in the same company. Uh, Jalen Duran, you're better than that. Don't fall into the same trap that James Wiseman did. Look at him now. What's he doing? Not playing basketball. I mean, he's technically getting paid a lot of money to play basketball, but the Warriors stink. So well, that's what you get, Andy, James and, Wiseman. And Andy's hurt. Yeah. So that's what you get for going to Memphis. You get yeah, hurt. Yeah. The, the bad, bad knee injury. Oh, wait. It was a bad knee injury? I didn't realize that. Damn, he had to have sorry, surgery to fix his. He had to have surgery to fix fix his meniscus. Oh, get better, James Wiseman. But yeah, also suck all it. KRC's, suck it, Penny. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Wow. Whoa. Really took me for a loop there. My brain's kind of taking me for a loop today. Speaking uh, of knee injuries, did y'all see Giannis last night? Oh, uh, no. I, I did. I did. I Hyper did. extended his knee, Nick. So, I, what, so what's the turnaround time on a hyperextended knee? Uh, not quick. I mean, well, there you have it, it, folks. Yeah, not quick. <laughs> all, right, all right. So here's the thing. A hyperextended knee could mean that you tore something. Like or like sometimes a hyperextended knee will lead to a severe injury. But if it was just a hyperextended knee, like that's a just play through the pain type deal, right? So I would think that him and Young could potentially both be back for game five. I'm just as sh- I'm injury notwithstanding, I'm shocked that the Hawks not only won, but blitzed him. I guess that's what happens whenever you know, uh, Bogdanovich hit shots. Like, oh, so that's where he's been this whole entire series. I forgot to share this with the class, but shout out to Big Bag Dave. He said that the Bucks under 112 team points was the lock of the century. And my goodness gracious, uh, they like were lucky to get halfway that point at, at one point. So uh, shout out to, to him for get, wow. finally getting me to win a bet. And he also is pretty bad at winning bets. So good for him as well. But that was a, uh, I agree. Like both these NBA series, they're, they're kind of like yo-yoing with me where you, mm-hmm. you think that they're wrapped up one way and then boom, you walk it through the park. And uh, I don't know what to expect in this series. I don't know what to expect out West because it seems like Kawhi is itching closer to a return. And I think we would all think if, if you had a completely healthy Clippers versus a completely healthy Suns in a best of seven series, the Clippers may be the favorite in that series. Uh, but with Kawhi banged up, everybody felt pretty good about the Suns' chances. But they 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 have uh, they've kind of farted around a little bit. So mm-hmm. the Clipper so so that series I don't know out East I don't know. But uh, it's fun and it's kind of fun having some new blood. I know Kawhi necessarily isn't new blood, but. Uh, not having LeBron, not having the Golden State Warriors, not even really having the San Antonio Spurs if we want to go back a little bit farther. Uh, it, it feels good. So I, I'm excited to see how these both unfold. And I'm excited that I don't have a bedtime the next few nights. Woo! Yeah, I I was getting to the point, Terry. I was ready to share the take. Like This is just like the NCAA tournament when we get a bunch of upsets in the first weekend and then you get to the Sweet 16 and – uh, it's boring matchups, boring games happen because you're dealing with teams you shouldn't be. I thought that was going to be the case with the Hawks and the Clippers, but no, actually we might have some good series still on our hands. So, uh, thanks Hawks for finding a way to win without Trey Young. How do we think both these series unfold if if we just yeah, – nobody cares about our NBA predictions, and rightfully so. But very quickly, I just uh, – if I end up being right, it's a chance to grow my ego. So uh, who do you all got? I have got the Suns and the Bucks. I think their defense is good enough. Been there before too many times. Suns, Bucks. I'm on that same wavelength as of now, but I'm anxious to see how the MRI comes back for Giannis today because if he can't play, Chris Middleton's not enough to step up for the Bucs, so I'd have to go Hawks. And when can Trey Young get back, too? I don't know. I feel like last night kind of felt important for Atlanta. Like, hey, I know that Trey's kind of been the star here, but we're actually pretty balanced across the board, and, and we're a pretty solid team. I, I think last night may have been a turning point. I'm going Atlanta in the East. 
And then out west, I think the Suns will they'll 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 find a way to win one more. It'll probably be ugly or at the buzzer or maybe lucky with a foul call or something along those lines. But they'll they'll eke out one more win. Uh, I don't know if it goes to seven or not, but I'll 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 still take the Suns. I think we'd have a Suns Hawks finals, and I think that would be uh I think it'd be good for the NBA. I bet the ratings probably wouldn't showcase that, but just getting some new cities playing for a championship, I don't think is the worst thing in the world. Apparently, the ratings for these NBA playoffs has been pretty phenomenal from what yeah. I was hearing yesterday. They they have been, and and I, I think pro, I think part of it. A little bit is like having some of your superstars on the rope early and then and having some upsets. KD goes down, LeBron goes down, uh, AD goes down. I, I think that has helped it. And I also, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, normally I think if you don't have big market teams or you don't have some traditional teams or just, you know, traditional superstars. Devin Booker is a relatively new superstar. If it's Trey Young, even the Greek Freak, although a little less than the other two, like I, you normally those don't rate well. But I do also wonder if he, if if maybe the majority of the country feels similar to me. It's fun just seeing something new. So maybe that's it too. But I, I'm curious how the finals ratings will would be. But Justin, you're right. Up to this point, they've been good. But I, I think there are reasons for that. Yeah. Wow. Left them speechless. That's how you know it's a great take. <laughs> Just the most perfect take. All um, right. Let, let's go to a uh let's go to a break and okay. then we'll come back. We'll bring it back around to some of the dare discussion and what went down yesterday. It's been it's been a, a th- I guess we're heading into day three of this week, but with this dare stuff, it feels like week number three. Uh, days are moving in weeks. That's how slow this stuff's going. We'll come back. We'll talk about that, everything that's been going on. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Taylor. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hey, you in my class? I am today. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. On the Big X, we go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. We appreciate you tuning in. KRC plays again on Big X Sports Radio 9 to 11. But if you want to listen or you can't listen to all of it and you want to go back, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. If you didn't mind, leave us a review and a rating. And I don't know how else to say it, folks, but today is the last day to go to Genesis Diamonds. It ends June 30th where you're going to be able to put zero down, not have to pay any interest over five years. You heard it right. Zero down, zero interest over five years. Genesis Diamonds, they only do this maybe twice a year. Sometimes that's not even guaranteed. Sometimes they'll do it around the holidays. I would take advantage of it. Today, head out, tell them that Kentucky Roll Call sent you, and they will give you a free beverage while you're there. Uh, Of course, they'll give you that free beverage even if you don't mention Kentucky Roll Call. But go on and do it, and then do a little wink, and then do kind of the finger guns. And uh, they'll, they'll know what you're talking about. But it's a deal of a lifetime. Earrings, bracelets, 
diamond rings, engagement rings. My sister-in-law, she got a five-year diamond uh, anniversary upgrade. I guess that was what she wanted uh, was to, to have her to have the ring upgraded. And if they I don't know if my brother took advantage of this deal because it may have been before this deal was presented, but he could have theoretically gone there, put zero down, spread the payments over five years without having to pay a single cent in interest. Too good to be true. Check them out. Genesis Diamond, Shelbyville Road Plaza. Let's talk some dare. Do you dare to be great, Roush? Do you dare, dare to talk some dare? I dare to be great. I, uh, so. Oh, actually, real quick. Uh, yeah. while, while I'm talking about my brother, he used to actually like present his dare trophies in his room. Like he had them on the mantle. Oh, nice. Nice. We, um, actually found an old dare trophy. I, man, I, I don't, I don't remember where it was, if it was in a basement or something like that, but we gave it to a friend for his birthday who is, uh, not a big dare guy, more of a Trevor kind of guy. So very fun. Oh. Gift, you know, oh. What did dare stand for? Don't act uh, really erratic and stay off drugs. <laughs> drugs I, don't know, my, my are, dare. I think it was drugs are really expensive. Yeah, that's that's true. Too. So no one knows. Got it. I my I did not complete the dare program because my dare officer uh, got arrested for embezzlement and something else. Like within I think with, was, within the dare program. No, I, I think he was actually uh, extorting witnesses, doing like, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours and be nice to you. Funny thing is, my back is actually in my <laughs> groin. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what happened. It was a very awkward time where we were waiting for the dare officer to show up and just like an hour passed. It was like, well, guess he's not going to be here. Turns out, yep, he was uh, not playing by the rules. So then Roush went and sp uh, sparked up a fatty, and the rest has been yeah, history. And I was doomed from the get-go. Oh, man. That was the beginning uh, of the end. And then four years later, I'm out of Outback, and my fate was sealed. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> I still can't find out. I've looked up D.A.R.E. I, I have no idea uh, what it means still, but they also have a program called SAM. Smart approaches to marijuana, preventing another big tobacco. <laughs> Man, I just don't think that's the right way to like get your message across. It's it's like uh, it's like uh, teaching kids in Catholic school. Like, you want sex education? Don't have any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, kind of a weird way to go about it, but you know. It's like, I, I don't know. I just feel like the the kids, yeah, I, I've used this example somewhat frequently, Roush, but the kids in, in, in college who had always been told their entire lives what they can't do were yeah. the ones that you had to watch out for because they were like the absolute. So, like, I, I think part of, you know, their program should have been like, hey, listen, odds are some of you all are going to try drugs. That's all right. Um, you know, stick to the light stuff. Like, I just don't think, like, you know, telling horror story after horror story. To, and, and really, it's probably just people are too young anyways. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think the thought process, let's, let's get out ahead of it, which, you know, 
whatever. I'll tell you what. Well, no, I won't get into that. I was going to say, like, those photos were in, like, high school. Those were a lot more uh, terrifying. But yeah, yeah. But also, uh, that's kind of that's kind of low grade too, because who wants to see those photos? Those were gross. Uh, very gross. No matter how old you are, uh, Dare stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Which there you have it. I mean, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I'm, like again, I know there's there's <laughs> always there's always a story for something, but like a third grader is not going to be abusing drugs. So. Uh, <laughs> Here's a scientific article. If you were one of millions of children who completed the D.A.R.E. program between 1983 and 2009, you may be surprised to learn that scientists have repeatedly shown that the program did not work. (laughs) 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 And the sky is blue. Oh, man, that's great. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Did Did the study show if there's an opposite effect? Uh, it, it said that it did not make you less likely to become a drug addict or even to refuse that first beer from your friends. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's get back to some dare talk. Roush, will you just kind of <laughs> hold, hold on real quick, real quick. The new course is called keeping it real. <laughs> oh no. Who is doing this stuff? I like, man, I, I don't know. I guess I the know. overall spirit of keeping it real is better, but you can't call it keeping it real. Yeah, it's I like, mean, I, it's like, you know, it's like real talk, you know, like that. That should be assumed. So they they said that it's replacing long drug fact laden lectures with like scenarios that should make it more real life. But I mean, I just you give me more facts on drugs. Uh, doesn't that make somebody more willing to try them? Uh, I mean, I know we're talking about young kids, so that shouldn't be the case, but still though, like, Oh man, that's, that's so hilarious. Like, uh, did it not work? Uh, no doy. <laughs> well, when do you plan on getting Duke into keeping it real? Um, tomorrow. He's, <laughs> he's really been hitting the Tylenol hard lately. Needs to cut back. Oh, all right. Can we talk about the other the dare? dare? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about the other dare because dare, dare Rosenthal. Okay. So TJ, I got to say that I was highly entertained by yesterday's dare Rosenthal developments because here's the thing. Well, hold on, hold on. I need you to, I need you to outline it to people who may not know what these developments are. So somewhere along the line, kind of paint a picture of the, the timeline. So people, so people know where, where you're at. So I am going to say that just preface all of this by saying shout out to Justin Rowland for sharing all this information. Uh, It's on the house of blue. It's behind a paywall. It's great stuff back there. Uh, Here's the thing. A lot of the stuff shared, you're only going to find it there because the nature of the information, like I'm not going to write it. Typically I I would never write it uh, in most cases, um, but, uh, we could talk about it here because it's, you know, it's audio. It's a little bit different in the nature of it. Uh, it's also just the, so how things normally work with the transfer portal guy enters transfer portal, you feel confident about it. And then a few days later you get a commitment. It's kind of like, uh, Wondell Robinson. So one day enter the portal on like a Thursday or Friday, the following week he commits to Kentucky. There was a few days where 
You thought he might go somewhere else, but for the most part, like that, there, there wasn't, there was some drama and suspense in the waiting and there might've, I think Purdue got thrown in there for a little bit. So there was a little while where it kind of, Oh, maybe he could go somewhere else, but you didn't get much more than that. This was fascinating in that there was Justin posted so much information on the house of blue. Like he was giving up to the minute updates that UK now has his transcripts. And he was also talking about, so, um, the nature of Rosenthal's previous suspensions. So he got in trouble, I think, twice at LSU. And one of them was for failing a drug test, I believe. Uh, and and one of the anecdotes that Justin shared was, well, he failed the drug test, but it was because he drank too much water and it was hundred. It was 95 degrees with 100% humidity. So, you know, I mean, it was a hot day. You can't really blame him for being overhydrated. And, like, that's something I've just never seen in any sort of recruiting story. Uh, I found it to be incredibly entertaining. That was all happening. That, transcripts, taking time. It was all happening while uh, reports were servicing that, like, hey, uh, Baylor is actually might be a player here, so don't sleep on them. So there was some high drama yesterday in the Dare Rosenthal thing, much more than we usually get. And I would just say that I'm using it purely from an entertainment basis. I'm not getting too uh, worked up over it one way or the other because at the end of the day, he's still probably going to end up at UK as long as they can cross all the T's and dot all the I's when it comes to the transfer, paperwork, tr all that, the, the transcripts, all that stuff, which usually find a way of working itself out. So uh, while I appreciate Justin getting into all the details, like mm, – you know, they don't water typically finds its level. Yeah, uh, a lot to take in. Good, good summary there. Firstly, I do agree that um, I, I, I said I've, I've also said this as well. I'm like a parrot with the way I've been repeating, repeating myself over the years. But I writing for Cats Illustrated, what being behind a paywall was a nice little privilege. You could kind of get away with some stuff, not breaking people's trust necessarily, but just they they probably weren't going to see it if it was on a message board. They they weren't going to take yeah, the time and, to make an account and do that stuff. And you felt a little bit more comfortable than then uh, versus KSR, where there's just like bots on Twitter that will retweet KSR articles, and it's just mm -hmm. there. You know, like that would be the website. It'd basically be like the front page of a paper. Uh, it would just be right there, and it'd be free, and it'd be shared on Facebook and all that sort of deal. So people would definitely see it a lot more. Then, then, but then again, you know, you're it's that you take advantage of the paywall when you can, and Justin has, yeah. and I'm sure I guarantee you, there's a lot that he can't say, even on a paywall. There's some stuff I'm sure that he wishes he could let people know that would help clear some things up. But the transcript, the transcript thing, is is bizarre because Kentucky has taken, uh, and even if it's not necessarily transcripts, it's, it's more of like not necessarily grades, but is this somebody we want in the program? Kentucky has taken dudes. And, you know, we I, I, I want to change it at the top in the athletic department, but Mitch Barnhart, for the most part, as far as I'm concerned, has allowed Mark Stoops to be able to take chances on kids 
and and use the best judgment that that he sees fit. It, there has been some incidents. It has, I wouldn't say necessarily backfired in any capacity, but there have mm-hmm. been some hiccups with taking flyers on some of these people. But I wouldn't know why. I, I don't know why the, a line would be drawn in the sand here with Dare, uh, I, unless there's uh, obviously there could be stuff we don't know. I guarantee you that there probably is. But that's that's what I didn't really understand with it all. Uh, what probably happened was he was training here, Roush. He and he and everybody just thought, hey, you know, he's probably going to go to Kentucky. He's telling everybody he's going to Kentucky. But odds are he, he's not originally from Louisville. It's, you know, he's got other people yeah. that he's close to with, too. And those people probably were talking to him. And he was probably also telling those people uh, clearly was telling those people maybe some different things. It was a pretty it, it's it's been a pretty bizarre recruitment transfer, if you will, because uh, to their credit, uh, Roland and, and David Lackford were the only two that were even like from a national standpoint that were even like really hinting Kentucky when everybody else was saying all these other schools. There were a whole list, Roush, where Kentucky wasn't even listed mm-hmm. on Twitter, uh, which was pretty bizarre. So I don't, I, I don't know. This kind of feels weird. And then you take a, a a look at Kentucky where they don't necessarily have to have him but certainly would love to have him, and he'd be a starter. You, you wouldn't say no to him at all. I don't know. Something just feels a little off with it, but I, I hope Kentucky can close. UK does a good job with that. Vince does a good job with that. So I'm uh, yeah, hoping they, they find a way to pull it out. Just It, it feels a little off. It feels a little feels off, off, but it also these things just take time. Yeah, I that's mean, true. They do. So, I mean, I wasn't anticipating it happening uh right away and either way now regardless of transcripts and you know all that other sort of stuff but uh uh it (laughs) the funny thing about it too is there were like a few updates early on in the day and then i could you could just sense the restlessness later on (laughs) throughout the night among folks who just need more information and uh that's the funny thing about this business is sometimes it's just not there uh you know you just can't get it for whatever reason your sources go quiet. So, uh, uh, you know, still got an interesting 24, 48 hours because, man, it's going to be a big 48 hours in college athletics. So maybe we can take a break and talk about it. But first, TJ, I've got I've got a vent uh, because in my vacation of hell, there's one story that I forgot to share that might be the most tragic case of all because – I was traveling back home, and one thing you'll notice uh, when you're out, I'm sure you're flying up to uh, Pittsburgh or what have you. I'm not. That's also going to be great on the back. Well, one thing to be wary of is a lot of fast food places still haven't opened their dining room. So when you've got a kid in the car, you need to stop just to let him get out and move around, move in grooves. So we stop in Lafayette, Indiana. And I'm like, I know that this place will be open. And it was one of our friends at Salsaritas competitors. Mistake and number one. Exactly. We couldn't find a Salsaritas, but that was one of our only options to get out. And you could see other people that had kids. They were stopping there simply because they had to. This place offered quesadillas to kids. But if Brooke wanted to order a quesadilla, she had to download an app to do it. This place punishes you and forces you to get an app where at Salsaritas, 
They just say, hey, uh, why don't you download our app just to save you some money? You don't have to by any means, but we just want to give you some money. We don't want to force you. It, that place can take out its suck it and suck it because, first off, it was garbage. Their salsa was not as good as Salsaritas. And secondly, they don't have the customer mind. Salsaritas is going to take care of you. They've got the most wildly addictive chips, uh, but also they're going to they're going to give you some service with a smile. They're not going to charge you extra for add-ons. They're the best in the biz as far as I'm concerned. And you don't have to download the app, but it's smart to download the app before you go to one of their two Louisville locations because you're going to save a bunch of bucks when you do so. Salsaritas, so much better than the competition. It's not even close. Your first mistake was not going to Salsaritas, Nick. Your second mistake was stopping in Lafayette. My gosh, just make better choices, bud. Yeah, you know, you're you're, you're handcuffed sometimes to what. Oh, you, you should have went to the bur- you should have went to the burger place in Lafayette. I mean, but that's the, that's the problem though. Is like all the, you really have to get more of the kind of uh, snooty faluti non drafter places if you want to be able to go in. So it's uh it's hard. There was there was one couple uh, family that they were 16 hours. They were four hours away from finishing a 16 hour draft. Had three kids. And just the looks of despair on their faces. It was like, oh God, this is. Uh... Oh gosh, I wonder. I mean, I, like the the Georgia family that drove to Maine. You got to imagine how they how they were feeling. Yeah, because you're just limited in where you can stop right now because of COVID. So let's open those fast food dining room back open. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, let's do it, and let's go to a break. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Wednesday, hope you're having a great start to your morning. We appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us. Roush, you teased us pretty good there heading to that break. So what do you have for us? Uh, lots of great stuff. Did, it, did I tease? I don't, I don't think I teased anything. I thought you said, I yeah, just... and then let's let's get to a break or before we get to a break. I just want right. to complain about maybe, the maybe folks just... who try to be like Salsaritas. Okay, is that that yeah. was the build up? Yeah. Oh, actually, no. <laughs> it was the no. It was the nil because today is our last day without uh, nil rights, and I'm fully into. I, I don't think I'm going to stay up till twelve oh one, but I fully anticipate a few high profile athletes making announcements at midnight tonight or midnight oh one. Yeah, you're 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 probably right, and. Uh, you, you know, a lot of companies have probably already talked with folks and been like, we want to be, you know, it'd be funny if like the NCAA got the people in trouble that talked to, or like maybe signed deals before midnight. Uh, just like one last 
grasp at amateurism. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, you, I bet some companies really want to be the first or one of the first. And uh, I, I think it's going to be hilarious, some of the amounts that are thrown around. And it, again, great for the kids. It's, gonna, it's, it's a new age of college sports. We talked a little bit about yesterday who we thought the first UK players would be. Uh, who would have some of the biggest deals? I, it's it's really anybody's guess, but uh, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. So uh, between the autograph signings, I'm sure we'll get some of those happening uh, pretty soon. To uh, I I just really am looking forward to some random social media videos. I saw. Uh, DJ Ugovaleli from Clemson was tweeting at Delta like, "I really enjoy your flights." Wink face. Oh, whoa, wow. hold on! Delta is a national company. Yeah, no. well, he was trying they, to. They would never sponsor no, players. Absolutely not. Are you oh, kidding man. me? I can't imagine. Why would any sort of national company want to sponsor a college athlete? It's yeah. normally just what the second most popular sport out there. I mean, maybe a Delta dealership or something. Maybe a Delta dealership would do it, but no, no way. Not a national company. <laughs> oh man. That's a little KRC Facebook inside joke. Suck it, UK Pez. Good for him, though, doing exactly what I said the college athletes should do and reach out themselves. That's that's what I want to see. I'm okay with Neil, and I'll say it again, if they're going out and putting in their work and not going through agents, which is going to happen. But good on him to go to Delta directly. Man, and I had – I guess I'm going to bring it up because UK Pez was – like there's there's a very important part of this nil stuff too that folks have to consider. Student athletes are pretty busy people uh, right now before nil, and you know I, I UK Pez had a decent suggestion to me in my direct message. He was like, "Hey, has KSR thought about having uh, a podcast with? It's just the athletes. They talk about the game the day after the game, and it's like you know they kind of do that with the media after the game. I don't know how much they want." How much more extra work are they going to want to put in? Uh, especially, you know, after a loss, are you going to want to sit around for an hour and talk about it? I, you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that they're certainly, if you want to make money, you're going to have to work at it. And a lot of these guys don't have a lot of extra free time lying around. So uh, we've really put this up on a big pedestal. And I think it's going to be a nice uh, way for guys to make some extra money. But, you know, three, four months from now, especially once college football season is in the thick of it, you, these kids aren't going to have time to do all this stuff. They're just not. Well, it, do, it doesn't have to be like a work thing, Nick. I mean, you they could create like a podcast just shooting the crap after the game, like in their dorm or in not, I guess they don't stay in dorms. But, that, but that's still work, though, Justin. Like, that's an – like – I, but it can, it doesn't have to be. It could be more so sitting around talking with the boys about how the game went and your and your thoughts. I mean, it it doesn't have to be work. You don't have to look at it that way. As somebody who's been a part of many podcasts, it is it isn't work. It is work, like very much. It's like why TJ yeah. was hardly committed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, is, I, blo I, is blogging really a job? Is it really a job? <laughs> and also in podcasting. Uh, if you want to make money out of it, there is a lot of work that has to be involved. Do you know how many advertisers that I've actually gotten to sponsor a podcast? Maybe one. Like, 
People may, it might be different with athletes being a part of it, but it's hard to sell a podcast. Like I think that like people are underestimating. Like we do the podcast as part of just like an extra with KSR. This is a service. There's not a hell. We've had a handful of advertisers in so many years. Like they aren't just clamoring to sponsor podcasts. That's this isn't national uh, iHeart that has like this army of sales force teams to do all this stuff. I just think that folks have to realize too that like there's going to be a lot of work that has to be done with this. And at least in the basketball players' case, the benefit that they have is that there's fewer of them. They've got more time to develop these business relationships because you're going to get some help where the universities will act as liaisons, but they don't get to just hire agents to do all this stuff for them to set up your photo shoots and all and, and book interviews. I mean, I, I hope that we get some folks to book interviews for us, but like, I just, uh, these are, they're all great ideas, but you know, an idea doesn't make you money unless you're willing to put in the work. And I just, I hope folks realize that when we're brainstorming all of this the night before it becomes uh, legal to actually make it happen. Justin, were you going to say something? I was just going to circle back to the podcast thing, but I'm kind of over it at this point. I was I was just going to add that you you really don't have to make it like a podcast, and it doesn't have to seem like work. Make Call it a player's roundtable if you want. I mean, if, if athletes are involved and they're just sitting there shooting the breeze about how the game went, I think it'll sell. Well, and the, the truth obviously lies in the middle. Like podcasts are a lot of work, but there are always ways to find ways to do less work. And somebody could do a Twitch or somebody could do yeah, a, they could yeah. do a Periscope or something like that, have a title sponsor for it, sell a few, you know, mention a few sponsors, that a few brands that they like, whatever throughout it and then boom it's posted they don't have to do anything at that point but mm -hmm. uh you know cameos i guess as long as they're 18 they could get on cameos although everybody yep. talks about how terrible it is to work with cameos i'd love to hear some of the stories of why that is but uh really what i took away from roush was i'm disgusted that you would get basically on your knees and beg for ksr podcast sponsors when you know you got to direct them to krc roush <laughs> All I heard was, please, please help me sponsor our KSR football podcast. Dude, I don't, I don't, I, I got to do it either way. So, I mean, <laughs> I, it, it, pod, Justin, podcasts are more work than you think. And the better ones are more work, you know? So, there, you know, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I get it's, that, but it doesn't, that, my point is, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It's four or five guys sitting around after the game just talking about how the game went and how it played out. It doesn't, well, but, doesn't have to be a podcast at all. Whether whether they look at it like that or not, I, I have no idea. But So, last during the pandemic when there was nothing happening, Luke Fortner and Max Duffy did basically that with a little YouTube series where they would just kind of shoot the <laughs> you-know-what for 20, 30 minutes. And, like, they were actually pretty funny. It's pretty good. But they just quit doing it because they got over I mean, they were over it. You know, and I mean, granted, they weren't making money for it. It might have been a little different if they could. Uh, but I, I yeah. think that Twitch is probably the easiest way to go about it because you're probably going to be playing video games regardless. So, you know, two birds, one stone. But I just I, I want to put out there that, like, while there are a lot of different things that they're going to have to do extra work to make this money. <laughs> you know, you're not just getting paid to live your life. So 
Um, uh, that's why this it's it's going to be a fun new world that we're living in, and I, I don't entirely know what to expect from it. And it starts at uh, midnight, so uh, we're the, the countdown is on. We've got hour two of Kentucky roll call coming up next. We've got a jam packed text line. We'll get to that when we return here on KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on the Big X. Weather's going to be better for the next few days. Looks like folks are going to get a nice 4th of July weekend. I'll be out of town, but you all deserve it, and I'm happy that the weather's going to be nice. But, uh, Roush, then after the weekend, it's going to get really ugly and muggy, and you got your chance for – that was another thing. We were playing volleyball. There was, like, heat lightning everywhere. It was like, like, should we be be playing? Is is this really worth it? Am I going to break my freaking back and not be able to play – uh, at Oakmont that I've been looking forward to for like a year, but that's okay. TJ, you don't have to wait till this weekend. Today's going to be pretty ugly as well. What's what's? I thought it was going to be kind of cool today. Uh, it's. I mean, it's going to rain all day from what I've seen. I thought it was going to rain all day tomorrow. Oh yeah, maybe I am thinking of tomorrow. Yeah. Well, well tomorrow. you know what? There's. It doesn't. You, you don't even have to depend on the weather. There's not a bad time to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, right, Roush? No, no, never a bad time, especially if you're like me and you suck at golf. Yeah, like if you were to play in a scramble and maybe not have your ball used. No, I had my ball used once I didn't or twice. Say, I didn't say you didn't. Whoa, don't protest too much. <laughs> easy, easy, Nelly. Whoa, whoa. Bobby Cook Golf Academy is a great place for any stage of golfers, from the Roushes to the Walkers. It doesn't matter where you're at in your golf game. Go see Bobby Cook. He will be able to improve your game in whatever area you need. And then you're going to get a copy of the lesson, so you'll have it forever. A little keepsake from Bobby Cook himself. He's over off Exit 4 in Southern Indiana. And go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com. You can book your lessons online and see what they're all about. Three simulators. It's air-conditioned. Feels great. feels great in there. You can hit their driving range, even if you don't want to get lessons or you can play a virtual course, which is a lot of fun and a lot of value in as well because you learn things about your swing that you don't get when you're out there mucking it up on the actual course. Check them out. Bobby Cook, great dude, over there off Exit 4, Southern Indiana, only about 15, 20 minutes away from most parts of uh, Louisville. One guy who I don't think he needs lessons from Bobby Cook, but I'm sure he would enjoy playing a virtual round there, hitting the driving range there, is uh, John Young. John Young <laughs> broke 80, shot a 77 the other day. It was his first time breaking 80. And we know this because Will Levis uh, produced some some in- entertaining TikTok uh, commentating John's final hole. And, man, it would be so much fun to be good at golf. 
Like I, I'm so jealous. So yes. jealous. So I uh and and also Will Levis, really great at TikTok. He's gonna end up making me having to download that stupid app. Oh no, no, we don't want you. We don't want you. Okay. Not invited. not invited. Okay. Sorry, buddy. I guess maybe, I'll just need to maybe just on the next app. Look up uh I don't know. What's uh Will Levis TikTok? Just get his updates every time. I don't need the app. We'll just get Will Levis yeah. TikTok up. That's what I was gonna say, Nick. You don't have to download the app. You can search his TikTok without getting it. Just make it a part of my daily routine, searching yeah. Will Levis TikToks. <laughs> he he could probably sell an advertisement just for like his daily break something with a football. Oh, actually, I get royalties on this because that's a good okay. idea. Yeah, it's a just great like idea. we, uh, you know, I I would pay him ten bucks a month if KRC could sponsor the Will Levis break something with a football. I'd even settle for once once a week. Hmm. Okay. Because once a day may be a this. little much. I mean, that, yeah, that could be breaking a lot of things. The, the like, only, you know, the only, the only way it works is if we get KRC stickers to put on the things he's breaking. Oh, that's a oh. great idea. Yeah, great idea. I mean, it could be like he he breaks Trevor's old bong. <laughs> I mean, um, that, that's probably getting a lot of views on TikTok. That that may well, be what the kids call viral. Yeah, and especially because the best ones are in slow motion and have some sort of water so you can see it kind of explode, you know? So yeah, yeah great that, idea. That, I think I think we're on I think we're on to something here. Uh how did we get on Will Levis or just the golf thing? Yeah, that, that that's you know, I, I I guess I do have some questions like is he is he fluffing? Um you know, was was there any sort of mulligans? But I tell you what, like he did not he was not playing with clubs that fit him and he still was hitting it pretty pretty good i think he was like 160 and uh hit hit his nine iron pin high yeah yeah with with baby clubs i mean that's pretty impressive and then that chip really was spot on uh but it but it was sitting pretty nice in the rough so i i also had some questions questions there but if, if that's a true 78 that is amazing especially with those clubs because he needs to he needs to get some some bigger ones fluffing or not 78's impressive tj 77 even i mean oh, 77. And this is a dude who i'm sure he doesn't get to play a lot of golf because like we said they don't have a ton of time on their hands so shout out to john young well done don't you think they would have a lot of time on their hands during the summer i mean if you have class and like you can be done by noon or so with your workouts and class or whatever, but not not during the season. I mean, yeah, not 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 relative to a normal college student's time on their hands. I think well, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. I I think that it's probably one of those situations where like you could probably make time for it if you want, but I bet like physical fatigue would would be more than actual time like you right know, you, do i want to go time. out on a hot golf course after working out you know yeah because you know they're you you've been through some of those workouts i uh i haven't but they're they're pretty tough from what i hear yeah yeah especially when it's super hot outside because you just don't want to do it you just want to go in the air conditioning or go in a pool and that's it <laughs> yeah 
Hey, let's head over to this text line. I don't, it, I don't really know what all to expect, but we're going to find out together. Yes, let's do it. All right, the first texter says 502-414-1450 is the text line. By, but by the way, best way to get in touch with the show, you text it in, we read it on the air. We did that because uh, other shows and podcasts and even you know TV shows you they may make some really silly point you could really get them and they'll ignore it because they don't want to prove that they're wrong you all can prove us wrong anytime and you all often do first text says was some was hoping something called hand foot and mouth disease might prevent Roush from talking bummer that's a, that's a good text into the show what a burn I mean I what, can you all plan my funeral for me Jiminy Christ that's just whoo he got me I got got that's a that's uh that's how we want to start the text line. Way to go, texter. The next text says, Justin, who needs coaches? IU basketball needs multiple, apparently. Three. <laughs> Three head coaches. So you're you're four coaches in one capacity, but not the other. Correct. I don't I don't even know what the texter is referring to, if we're being honest. Uh, uh, maybe uh, uh football. Were we talking football coaches or something? I don't, I can't, I honestly cannot think of a scenario where. Oh, speaking I, of football coaches. Yeah, I don't know. Mark Stoops ranks, ranked 23rd. Roush, did you see that? Did you hear about I that? I did see that by the sporting news. Uh, they're, they're maybe two weeks late on the rest of the college football uh, coaching rankings, but good to see him 23rd. Uh, Scott and his tots, he had dropped about 10 spots down to 38. I saw old Uncle Jeff was in the mid-50s. Let me look up uh, where uh, Bill... Oh, Tom Allen actually was Two ahead spots of Mark ahead Stoops. Of Stoops. Wow. Two spots, baby. Yeah. Well, my whole point was how this is a garbage list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, I, think, I, I think 23rd is fair. I, I I think if like I don't really know exactly everything that they were taking into this ranking, but I, you know, the job he did at Kentucky, I don't think a lot of people ranked ahead of him would be able to do. But in game coaching, I, I think Mark Soups is average to good. So there's certainly better coaches than him with in game coaching. But he's done a really good job building a program. And uh, I think 23rd is just a, a, a good, solid number for him. And if Kentucky has the year I think they have this year, I think he could be closer to, to 15 this time next year. So a lot on the line for him. One game below 500, which kind of bugs me. I wish they could have gotten at least a 500 last year for his overall record. But you got to remember what he inherited and, and, and how tough of a climb it's been. But 23 is a good spot. And Tom Allen's a really good coach, too. I'm not going to argue about that. Yeah, I still am always going to be annoyed by how much these folks love Matt Campbell because, I mean, his resume isn't that much different than Mark Stoops's. Uh, I think the one difference being, I mean, no, it's not. It's, it's pretty similar. <laughs> they, they, uh, they actually played in the Big Twelve Championship game though, so I guess that is the difference. Instead of playing going to that. But that was their one big year last year, and they started the season by losing to Louisiana. So they're always going to have him in the top 10 ahead of Pat Fitzgerald, which, like, that dude's at Northwestern. He should be ahead of Matt Campbell. Like, it's Northwestern. He stayed at our hotel not too long ago. 
Pat Fitzgerald? Pat Fitzgerald, yes, sir. Oh, oh wow. yeah. I, I think you mentioned that. Maybe it was on a Patreon, but didn't you cool. say his whole family was there? Wedding? No, it was only him. And I uh <laughs> and he, okay. I, I didn't realize how small he was, so I was too uh sketched out to say anything because I didn't think it was him, but it was a hundred percent him. He's a small guy. He he's pretty small. He's probably barely six foot. I mean, I was when he when you see him on TV, you're like, man, this dude's like six seven, but he was not that big. Well, I guess because the pictures of we we see of him as an all American for Northwestern in the mid nineties, he was just you know uh, had those shoulder pads that were stacked up eight inches above his actual shoulders. I don't know why. I mean, I I love that trend. I would like to see him go back to it, but I. They did make everybody look bigger when you had cowboy collars and enormous shoulder pads that were unnecessary. All right, Roush, putting you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Since 2000, top three coaches football at UK UofL rank them. And obviously the Bobby Petrino eras can be point oh, 0.1, 0.2. All right, I'm going to start with... Bobby 1.0. Actually, no. I'm going to start with Charlie Strong. Um, No, he didn't have any of the ACC. Okay, I'll do Bobby 1.0, Charlie Strong, Mark Stoops. Okay. The the one difference in Strong and Stoops is that Charlie got a quarterback, and if Stoops could just figure out the quarterback, he would be higher. I'll go Bobby 1.0 because, yeah, Louisville was not – he didn't build it from the ground up, but he, he did take it to this new level um, that they had not been. And they were really fun to watch. And they yeah. were really were good. They were really close to playing for a national championship game. And as a Kentucky fan, we should be very thankful that they did not. Thanks, that, William Gay. That would not have been good. And – I. I don't think it's impossible that they could have won that national championship game. Uh, who, who knows? And we just did not need that in our lives, not in the slightest. Mm. So I, 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 got, I have to put him number one. I do put Stoops too, and then I do think there's a drop off because uh, he, he I, I, you know, to do it in the SEC, you just have it, it carries more weight in my opinion. And then I will, uh, I, I will go. You didn't. You could go with Rich Brooks too, for what it's worth. Uh, Rich Brooks or Charlie Strong, between the two of them, I'm going Rich Brooks because of the tomatoes. Come on, woo! Yeah, uh, but those, yeah. Those those would be my three, but Strong certainly up there as well. And then I, ugh. and then what if you're going to rank the bottom three? Joker, oh, uh... Satter, Satter White, Crackthorpe. And, I yeah, I think. Who who's worse, Joker? Uh, Joker at least went to a bowl game. Did Cragthorpe even go to a bowl game in that first year? They got six wins, I think, in twenty in two thousand seven, but they did not go to a bowl game. And then everything the 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 poo started hitting the fan, as the kids say. In year so, number- I guess Cragthorpe would be the worst, and then Joker, and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then Satterwhite. It's got to be Satterwhite. Yeah, it's just maybe he's the worst though. Though 
if you really think about it, because he complained about the L's down. Yeah, Louisville got some more commitments. Um, beating out oh, what man. Arkansas State. Uh, there was Memphis for what it's worth, okay. but UL was again the only Power Five offer. And one of my friends who, like, again, the majority of them, they they know what's up. They they don't like talking about it. And I don't blame them, but. Uh, they they see the writing on the wall, but I still have one that and like his response and so like basically I'm just almost performing to him. But uh, his, his response was he had he did you see his forty time? Which that's you know that that that's that's a low hanging fruit. That's a low hanging fruit just to be like yeah you know maybe he won't be a good player for us, but he's super fast so. I'm all right with it. Well, that's fine if you have if you have really good players. <laughs> you, that, that's fine to like take a flyer on somebody that's like a freak athlete, super fast uh, in basketball. That's like an amazing three point shooter, but athleticism will it carry over to the court? Um, that that's what you say when you have a lot of nice pieces around, not when you don't have anything else around. Yeah, and uh, I also love that. Uh, Mangus was like, you know, these are the kind of guys that. Andy Staples oh. told us that he has success with, which like, here's the thing you can, you can sell that if you're Mark Stoops in Kentucky, because he's done that with unheralded recruits, Benny Snell, unheralded guy, school's all time leading rusher. Uh, Satterfield had what? Three years at App State. Like there's not a, this big track record. Yeah. Satterfield actually is better with bad players. So we, we are actually, Yes, get all of the bad players. Like, what? Yeah, it's – and, like, he could be a good player. Uh, I think Tutu Atwell only had one power five offer. Like, there are diamonds in the rough. Absolutely could end up having a nice career, whether it's UofL or wherever. But at some point, you, you have to look at the offer sheet. And it's like, how, who, who, who are we feeling like we're getting big wins over? And you're kind of – you know – who you're competing against is a good, a good look in the mirror for you. That's kind of who, who, where you're at. And if you're all right being the only Power Five school to offer a kid, then that should tell you. Especially someone from the Deep South, maybe, yeah. maybe there's a reason why you were able to 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 land him. But yeah, I think most just kind of know that it's you got to get through this season. If it's good, then all right. Let's hope the recruiting improves. If it's bad, then yeah, it, it'll be time to go in a different direction. Another texter on the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. They sent in a picture of the the movie poster, the promo for Forty Year Old Virgin, and then they added Plumley Bro to it. Oh man, which that's oh, a that's a no. that's a pretty sick burn. I know the Plumley Bro had some text into the show later. I don't think he addressed the dating stuff, but uh, I guess we'll find out. But I, I know he did have a few texts into the show. A Another texter says, UK is officially O-line you. The future is just as bright. Think about just the elite in-state guys we have signed recently. Burton, Young, Goodwin, uh, Bingham, all top 250 or higher guys. Shout out to the state for producing stud linemen every year and shout out to the staff for signing most of them. And, uh, yeah, Kentucky, Kentuckians, big old country Kentuckians, big old kids, and they're going to play for UK, Roush. Oh, absolutely love to see it. Um, and 
you know the whole cliche we've got to build a wall around the state it's you know it can get a little build a wall right but you need to have success uh recruiting the easiest places it is to recruit and kentucky has made it's the state's recruiting strength of of these big offensive linemen they've made it a strength on the team so that it's a a desired destination for these top players uh i think in the last five years there's only been three out of a dozen or so that have gotten out one jedrick wills went to alabama uh, I think the Bulls kid from Glasgow, I think he went to Notre Dame. He either It was either Notre Dame or Alabama. Uh, and then Walker Parks went to Clemson. So, like, if those are the only teams you're losing out to for your big offensive lineman prospect, like you, you've got to live with some of that. But to keep most of them against those big guys, it's just a testament to what Kentucky, the culture they develop, and how the, the Big Blue Wall's identity has really – made this uh like the texture said uh, a great destination for talented offensive linemen yeah and that's a good point pretty impressive you still have lost some super super talented dudes but we still think the strength of the program is at that position it's uh it's a job well done hey let's go to another commercial break we'll come back we'll keep going with text messages 502-414-1450. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kale. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. On your Wednesday morning, we appreciate you spending it with us. NBA game tonight, Suns and Clippers. Who do you all have? Clippers. Yeah, I... I, I, Yeah, I think we're going to get a game seven. I think we're going to get a game seven because this is what the Clippers have done, right? They get down, they dig themselves a hole, they dig themselves out of it. And in most cases, they, I mean, up to this point, they've done a good enough job to survive. Uh, but I ultimately believe the Suns will get out of this series victoriously. Suns win tonight if Devin Booker puts up 30 plus. Huh. There, there's the bar, says Justin. 31 points, Suns win, 29 points, Clippers win, you take it to the bank. That's it, lock of the day. That'd be pretty cool if, like, well, yeah, you know what? That'd be that would be cool. Devin Booker finishes with 29 and the Suns lose by one. <laughs> Sign me up for Vegas if that's the case. Yeah, that, that would, <laughs> that, that's actually now what I'll be rooting for. I think the Clippers do win and we do get a game seven in which I do think the Suns will win but uh yeah just excited to be able to watch it or maybe listen to it if i'm if i'm still on the road but uh i think it what does that start at nine tonight uh probably way too late yeah hey 
it's a weekend getaway time here pretty soon. So not too shabby for me. Let's get back to this text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. A texter says, rank your top 10 of combined football basketball games this year based on excitement level. Uh, you all with your list are just way too much. Too 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 much short amount of time. Um, three. Ra- I could yeah, do how three. about three or five? Well, Let's do how three. about why don't we just rotate and get to ten between us? It doesn't have to necessarily be in an order. Okay. Okay. All right. And Justin, you got to play a UK fan here. Okay. Deal. And this is football and basketball top ten games we're most excited about. Uh, I will go ahead. And kick it off, and I'll say that Missouri football game. Okay, that, and 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 maybe we can say a sentence as to why, uh, because that's just going to set the tone for what kind of season Kentucky football is going to have. I will keep it simple. Actually, no, Justin, you go. You can keep it simple. I was going to, yeah, keep it very simple and go Duke basketball, just because it's the first Ooh. game of Coach K's retirement, whatever. And Kentucky, it's a chance to see a new Kentucky all coming off of a horrible last season. Nice, nice. I like that one. I'm going to go Florida football because uh, that one is going to that, – that can really set the bar high for what the season can be if you if you can remain undefeated and win that one. Uh, should be a great night at the Croke. Uh, I'm going to go with the Kansas road basketball game. That's going to be a late January. It's usually the last weekend in January. That's when, when you, when I think when the calendar turns to February, that's when you start really getting amped up for college basketball. NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl are, are, are winding down. There's only a, a, a few teams left at that point if it's not already a Super Bowl week. And uh, people start to pay more attention. That's going to be a great chance for a statement game. So, yeah, the Kansas Kansas road game. I would go at Michigan in basketball as my next one for sure. It's just at Michigan, Michigan a good team. Another chance to see what Kentucky's made of early in the season. I think that'll be a fun atmosphere. Okay, Justin, you kind of surprised me with that one. Uh, I'm going to say at Louisville in football. Because that's going that could be another fifty to seven kind of game. Could be the first blowout or shutout of the Mark Stoops era too. So I'm fully anticipating that to be a just whitewash, knock them, sock them, shut them down, open up, shop them. Yeah, I think a lot of the games that we have listed, we all expect to be good games. That's one that I think we're excited about just because we it's going to be a beatdown. And yeah. it'll be fun to to stick it to them. And then on a similar note, uh, Louisville winning one game in the basketball rivalry is one too many. So I'll I'll go ahead and put uh, the basketball game down there. I think that's number seven. Yep. Um, wow, we're doing great. Man, y'all are taking all the good ones. I was going to go Louisville basketball there as well. Um, I could see like a, like an Alabama basketball game being oh. a lot of fun. Oh, oh my god. Justin, terrible, terrible take. I mean, what, we we have been good so far. What do you all want me to say? Let me ask you that. There, what do you want me to say? You I think Blake, the easy one. Hard. I think the easy one that we've omitted at this point might be the best of them all. And that's the LSU football game. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh 2007 was a pretty darn good one, so uh, I, I I hope for a similar outcome as long as UK is winning. 
I mean, you um, all, in all fairness, to town, that's a good one too. In all fairness, you all asked for the impossible for me to turn into a Kentucky fan. It just can't happen. <laughs> uh, the North Carolina game's got to be up there, right, TJ, in basketball? I don't think they're going to play North Carolina in basketball. Well, technically, they're up for the CBS Sports Classic. They're supposed to play. I, I know, and, and, and Kentucky put them on their on their little media release, which was, like, shocking to me because I had people at UK tell me it wasn't going to be North Carolina. So I, I still think that game gets switched. But for now, yeah, I guess, whatever. But I, I, I when the schedule's all said and done, I don't think you see North Carolina on it. But I would hope it is. I, North Carolina-Kentucky games – yeah, I mean, think about that. If Kentucky, if Kentucky's schedule is they play Kansas, they play Duke, they play Louisville, they play North Carolina, they play <laughs> they, they play Michigan, uh, then all your favorite SEC rivals. That's just that that is that's wild. That's a yeah. that's a pretty. Uh, and then don't forget they're going to play Robert Morris, and do not forget that they will also be playing Mount Saint Mary uh, again. Hasn't been reported on Kentucky sports radio yet or anywhere really mark story did give me a retweet not a huge deal uh but the, the, some other games that are out there that the mainstream media refuses to pick up on yep because uh we don't report what realtors report. <laughs> <laughs> what's, our, what's, what's our next text blogger boy yeah that's eight games so yeah i mean you do with it as you will uh texture um, another texture says, hey, fellas, but then going forward with the nil, do y'all think they'll come out with NCAA games sooner rather than later? You got to think they'd cross, gross a couple mil alone in the first football game that comes back. Also, y'all's favorite NCAA play, game played growing up? I think mine would be 06 NCAA football. What's yours? Uh, the thing with that is they have to do group licensing, and there's a little bit of a like that, that adds another hurdle to all of this. So, yes, in theory, but players, I think, would have to form a union to agree with how much that they would be able to accept. So that there, there is some stuff in there that I don't know all the legalese. And the fastest EA said they could pump out one is in three years, I think. Um, so that'll still take a while. Um, but TJ, did you have a... I remember games more so by their covers. Did you have a favorite one uh, video game growing up? Man, 06 was a good one. I think I had that one. 06 that was, was, the, 06 was a good one. On the uh, Desmond Howard doing the Heisman pose on the cover. Yeah, that that I think would probably be mine as well. I think Reggie Bush was 04, if I'm not mistaken. He that was, was the another following good year, one. 07, and you're right. That was a good one. Reggie Bush was 07? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you're probably right. Uh, gosh, who was 04? That was that was that no that wouldn't have been oh four was uh it was uh Carson Palmer Carson Palmer okay which I believe that was the game that it, it spin was unstoppable like you just couldn't hit the spin <laughs> yeah, yeah. button whatever like, you, like a tornado you just went you went yeah. around <laughs> exactly exactly yeah uh, I, the the thing that made oh six great though I think that was the first time they had the impact player thing where they could like get in the zone and just do whatever the hell they wanted that was awesome. Gosh, that the, the amount of hours playing those video games. Your all's answers are incorrect. The correct answer is NCAA basketball 2008. That's it. Did, how many head coaches did Indiana have then? Uh, pro, uh zero actually. If we want to be honest. <laughs> hey. Uh, oh yeah. Was it Dan Dockage? <laughs> yeah, that was the weird transition year. 
is he still delivering food? Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's a great question. It depends if he's still trying to be humble or not. Yeah, has he learned the value of a dollar? Right. A texter says, T's and P's to the girl who might end up on a date with a Plumley bro. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Plumley oh, bro man. is taking a beating on the text line today. And I don't think he deserves it, although you definitely should have somebody's number before you ask him out on a date, uh, unless it's like a drunken bar encounter sort of deal like let's go get pizza and then you get the number there but i don't think you slide into the dms asking for drinks that's just a personal that's a personal opinion maybe maybe times have changed and that's more kosher now but i'm with you terry we yeah been out of the that, dating that, scene for quite a while now that's a great Which, point. by the way happy third anniversary to my wife we did it married three whole years oh oh yeah <laughs> God, Justin, I just I kind of just want to smack you right now. Oh, Sorry, that, Nick. Happy anniversary. That, that all was uh, Trevor. If you're listening to this, buddy, you gotta we gotta do something with that. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, happy anniversary to the Rouches, and congrats on three years. Oh, man. Suck it, Justin. Gosh dang it, Mitch. Take your chastity belt off and serve cold ones at the game. <laughs> oh, man. That's what one texter said. <laughs> Not me. Oh, another texter. Oh, this one. He he tells us his top 10. He's got it. Hey, they're actually pretty similar. Yeah. To ours. In, in numerical order, he's got one Missouri, Duke, Florida football, LSU football. Kansas basketball, UCLA or UNC in basketball. It could be Ohio State, too. Tennessee in football, Michigan basketball, Georgia football, 10 Alabama basketball. Oh, I think Justin was probably just going off that dude's list. That's what you're doing, Justin. I took one or two from that list, absolutely. Yeah, yeah which like is all of your picks. <laughs> what can I yeah. say? The text is smart. I thought you looked up UK basketball schedule to this point. Or I something. did that as I did that as well. Okay, okay. I've got no. Uh, I mean, the Alabama basketball game, I'm sure, will be good. It will probably be a tough one for Kentucky, and it could be one that we certainly. Uh, could could lose, but that one, even with SEC basketball games, that's not number one on my list. Uh, credit to Rick Barnes. I hate him for it, yeah. but, like, I just want to beat Tennessee every year in basketball now. Yeah. Suck at Tennessee. We, we were dominating you all. Rick Barnes has weirdly made things a little interesting, so now you must be dominated again. And uh, I – so that one always, I think, jumps out at number one. And Tennessee should be good. Yeah, yeah, they got um the one kid. Um, God, I forgot his name. Remember the Auburn transfer Kentucky had to get. What was Justin his name? Powell. Yeah, Justin they got Justin Powell. Powell. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, it, would we even want Justin Powell? Would we like right with the way the roster's set up right now? With maybe Davion Mintz coming back? No, wouldn't want him at all. And also, like, I would love to know behind the scenes. I. You know, Roush, I don't often reach out. I may have to reach out and be like, can Davion Mintz not make some pretty good money here starting at midnight tonight if he decides he wants to play one more year of college basketball? And that money probably wouldn't be there, at least in the immediate 
if he decides to play professional, because I don't think like the local Lexington market would would pay for him if he's going to go professionally. Some people may right. say, well, he can do it anyway, CJ. Well, no, not really, because if he comes back to UK, he was the kind of the beloved player on a terrible, terrible team, but everybody liked him. I, and I think he could make some pretty good money, right, Roush? Like, is this, I, I would hope Kentucky, and I'm at the point where maybe you're going to get Jalen Duran. That's fine. That doesn't impact Davion Mintz whatsoever. Wouldn't you, uh, like, be going kind of all in to recruit Mintz back if you're Cal? Like, you're really trying to make a big splash this year, and they are. They definitely are. And I'm excited about that. It's going to be a really fun season. Wouldn't you be going to Mintz and being like, all right, listen, you've kind of worked out for teams. You're not you're not on mock drafts as much as we all like Davion Mintz. And now you can make money back at UK. So, like, I get it. You're not crazy about college for one more year. They're joke classes anyways. I mean, they just are when you're that old. And sometimes when you're that young, they can be joke classes. It's really the bulk in the middle that makes it difficult. But I, I would hope Kentucky's doing that, making Davion Mintz a priority. No idea if they are. No idea if even Nil has crossed their his mind. You'd think it would have to. But we just we don't know, Roush. Yeah, we uh we did get or we could get something today. And, Maybe and, it's his birthday. Ha- happy birthday to him, Davion. Yeah. yeah, so that would be pretty cool. Yeah, one more year. One, one more, more beer. One more beer. He's certainly old enough. Several Kentucky players. Uh so uh, I wanted to bring up something briefly. Sorry, uh, no can do. What? Oh, come on. What do you got, buddy? Well, the UK volleyball team, they were honored at the Reds game last night. Typically, when you get honored at a like baseball game, they're like, throw out the first pitch. Instead, the Reds made a trophy, which is just... Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before where you're m- making a trophy to honor somebody that already has a trophy. Kind of a, a weird move, but you know what? Shout out to UK Volleyball. They deserve all their trophies this year. Oh, it's kind of like the Civil Conflict trophy. It really is. Like they they had the trophy is an outline of the states of like Tennessee, Ohio, and Kentucky in West Virginia. And kind of weird. Yeah. And it's got like baseball bats and a baseball. And it's like, well, but they're volleyball. So is this like oh, the didn't they win something though? Hey, they won the okay. The Reds Country Athletic Achievement Award. So I guess it's for those states. They the Reds Country. Uh, uh, okay. By the way, not my country, folks. <laughs> not my Reds Country. Uh, but it's I guess I guess once a year they pick a best college team from one of those states, and Kentucky won it this year. Ah, uh, okay, okay, that makes more sense now. I thought they actually just made this trophy for the UK volleyball team, and I was very confused. Yeah, I think uh, I, I guess it's some sort of annual award, but congrats. A major now somebody, award. Now that. somebody probably feels like they have to take it home. Oh, man. Where am I <laughs> going to put this? Uh, but no, congrats for them for being honored. They were a dominant volleyball team. National champs. Hey, Roush, can you name the three? Uh, Justin, this goes for you too, buddy. Can you all Name the three Power Five teams that have never won a national championship in any sport. Oh, I can name one of them. All right, well, who's one of them? One of them's playing for a national championship tonight, Mississippi State. That's one of them. You got one of them. Which yep. I was surprised because I thought they won a women's – they had a run. They had that one big girl who was really dominant. I thought they won one in there. I thought they snuck in a title, but I guess not. 
Yeah, I think they had that last second shot to beat UConn. And everybody and always lost. think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think they lost in the championship game. To but, Notre Dame, uh, maybe, I that, want to say. That, that sounds about right. Justin, can you think of any? This is going to be completely off the cuff, but I'm going to go, oh, it's Power 5. Cincinnati's not Power 5, right? They sure as heck aren't. Suck at Cincinnati. That was going to be my guess. Uh, Let's go. Um... Virginia Tech. Okay, Ooh. all right. You clearly saw the list. No, I, I swear on my life I didn't. You're so full. He's just going there this weekend. Is I'm Virginia Tech one of them? Yeah, I'm literally going Virginia there. Tech, Virginia Tech is one of them. Wow. That Great job, lucky. Justin. That was lucky. Yeah, that's lucky. Yeah, You already admitted you, you stole off that Texas list for the top 10 games. Yeah, on, on this you, one, though, I'm literally going to Virginia Tech on Friday, in all fairness. That's why I threw it out. Roush, do you know the other one? My, if you... my guess is Cal Berkeley for no reason other than what would a bunch of hippies do trying to be good at sports? Uh, you know, they probably won some like uh, clubhouse Club. Olympic sport yeah. at some point. It's uh, it, it, and not really all that surprising. Kansas State. Oh, yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. Who wants to go there? Yeah. And like, you know, I don't like Kansas, but it's usually you know you kind of root for like the other team and the rival with the team that you have a rival with but i, I with kansas state they're not i like their colors yeah. i guess yeah the purple's kind of neat yeah purple's fun um but uh, people forget bruce weber's still there yeah people do forget that yeah he may be there forever uh let's get back to this text line 502-414-1450 a texture Says this heat is absolutely barbaric. There's the Plumley bro. I can't even pump up my car with gas and not have a heat stroke. This weather just ain't it. Yep, Kentucky summers stink. The worst. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Plumley bro, no, no other responses. Hmm, interesting. What do you mean? Thought he would maybe have a retort to being bullied. I guess that's coming on the text line tomorrow. Another texture says, I absolutely love betting the Bucks money line for the cannon and then Giannis. Curses <laughs> I'll be so ticked if the Hawks win this series because then the finals is going to be so lopsided. I mean, that's the thing though. That's you think that, but the Hawks have kind of we've doubted them for a long time in Unlike last year where the Heat ran into a buzzsaw uh, with LeBron and the Lakers, I mean, I could really see any of these four teams winning it all, couldn't you? Yeah, I, I don't think I could see the Hawks winning at all, but I can see them making the final. I can see them winning a game or two in the finals. Then if you get to six games in the finals, you know, big Things big whoop, weird. that's, that's that, that that's more than you can ask for. I, yeah, I, I would be really surprised to see them win the finals, but they're fun to watch. That's all I care about. So they're going to, they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to put up points as long as, as Trey young gets back to being healthy. So there's, there's not a final scenario that I would be like disgusted with. I think honestly, the boringest one for me would probably be Clippers bucks, but even then yeah. you, you could get boogie a ring Rondo. Oh, uh, probably one final ring. You'd have to think this is his last year. Patterson, you'd have to think this is probably his last year. That, that'd be cool. So, like, at, in the West, we're going to have a cool storyline. That's all that matters. In the East, it'll, I think it'll be an entertaining team. The Bucks can put up some stinkers, but then as long as Giannis is healthy, he can do some things that are just jaw-dropping, like take two dribbles and go the length of the court and slam it home. So, yeah, I'm fine. I'm happy. 
Uh, Texter says, Justin, not sure who the superstar in the G League could be. Answer, there isn't one because it's the freaking G League. <laughs> Jonathan Kaminga, Jalen Green, probably both going to be top five picks. Just an ignorant text. <laughs> yeah, but like, what did they do in the G League this year, Justin? Jalen Green, I want to say, averaged like 30 plus points. But, I, don't know about, I don't know about Kaminga, but Jalen Green might be the first overall pick in the draft. We'll see. He's not going to be. And, we'll see. Pistons uh, like him. No, he, he will not be. We won't see because it's not going to happen. And secondly, uh, how many of his games did you watch in the G League? Precisely zero. Oh, I think okay. that. Uh, uh, I think that's kind of like the texture's point that you're, there's not going to be stars because nobody's going to care. Well, and as much as we feared about this G League thing, if players sign huge deals that are going to college, you know, within the first week of this nil stuff, like, oh, so I can actually go to college and make as much money as I was going to the G League? Well, why the hell would I go to the G League? Yeah, why the hell would you even go to the G League? Exactly. So hopefully – that becomes the case once nil is passed tonight at 1201. Uh, Nick confused while Louisville was scheduled UCF team 10 years ago. Well, they were in the same conference around 10 years ago. <laughs> that was from Trevor. Uh, I think a few of these are from Trevor. Uh, I, I nope. did want to add quickly though. I, I did some digging, found out that when they scheduled the Ole Miss game, four, it was four years ago, they had the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Lamar Jackson at quarterback. They were rocking and rolling. Ole Miss was on probation and had Matt Luke as their coach. And the game actually got announced the day after they lost to Clemson that year. So they were the cards were still riding high. They might even have had game day for that game. And, man, how quickly things can change. But it's not even quickly. It's They schedule games four years out. Things change dramatically when you do that. So Yeah, the COVID year showed that we can do things quicker than that and better than that. I, I hate the, the long, advanced scheduling. You don't do it in basketball. And basketball is more mm-hmm. games. I don't know why you can't why you can't do it in football. Football a little bit bigger of an operation. I understand that, but if everybody's doing it that way, it would it would work itself out. A texture says uh, Trevor says I should say no Pittsburgh fan calls it yellow. Justin, it's gold dingus. Yeah, no Pittsburgh fan like Wiz Khalifa did not write a song called Black and Yellow for Pittsburgh. Get out of here, Trevor. I was thinking the same exact thing. Like black and yellow, black and yellow. Everyone knows that song. Nobody, but nobody calls it yellow. We're idiots here. A texter, uh, Justin's getting worked up. A texter said, "Oh, it's Trevor." I still think uh, Germany just doesn't care about the Euro. Says Justin, kind of like IU basketball sucks in March because they don't actually care about the basketball tournament. Apparently, you got to get to the tournament to care about it. <laughs> uh, texter says Gillespie was a bad hire. But is it worse than Sutton, who got UK put on two years tournament ban and not allowed to even be on live TV for a year? He has two of the best football hires in school history, even if Brooks was just a comfort hire from his Oregon days. Uh, I still think Gillespie was a worse hire. And Sutton, it didn't end up working out. But uh, Gillespie was just a train wreck. Like, it was an embarrassment. And there was maybe borderline criminal activity so yeah well like it, it it was that was the and that was the worst in my opinion and plus uk got hosed and that whole thing was sudden oh man uh it was, text- it, was a, it was a setup we have some really good texts here at the end of the show coming up so nick goes on vacation to a beach next to steel mills and returns with contagious disease maybe next to a <laughs> roush family 
<laughs> trip, you can visit Three Mile Island. <laughs> oh man, Roush, that's not a not a not a ringing endorsement for the beaches of Indiana. Nope, not at all. Uh, Texture says, I cooked and shot my dare trophy a few years back. My buddy chopped up and snorted his. We didn't die. <laughs> this one's really uh, good. <laughs> Texture says, LOLOL, I won a dare essay contest in third grade. Was going to choose to build homes like Jimmy Carter with Habitat for Humanity instead of choosing drugs. That lasted until I heard Bone Thugs and Harmony freshman year high school and someone asked me to so smoke a doobie behind the trinity burger king <laughs> is, is that trevor kelsey again <laughs> maybe that burger king's still there right i'm pretty sure yeah it is. yeah oh man that's that's so funny oh goodness burger gracious. king coming back with a chi uh, chicken sandwich supposedly that's good have you had it no i will not eat burger king yeah oh, i got one just where, can't go back i like that's where you draw the line with your food <laughs> It really is like that's. I have to be at the lowest of lows to go back to Burger King. <laughs> the federal government would lie to us and use the drug war as political tool against its own people. Never. Our government is kind and not corrupt. A, te a texter said, "Yeah, but like that one just seemed like. I mean, how bored were we? You know." <laughs> Uh, Texter says, "When keeping it real goes wrong, oh, with the new the new name, keeping it real." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was such a great Chappelle skit. It really was. <laughs> Very would, underrated. Keeping it, keeping it real. If they still go to classes at the end, they should do a, like a segment called "Where Keeping It Real Goes Wrong," and they show like mug mug shots or something like that. It's like a uh, crime times. Yeah, like just, <laughs> a, a PowerPoint slideshow of mugshots. Man, what a great way to end a Wednesday show. Oh, uh, no kidding. Uh, then you can have like Sarah McLaughlin in the background with music. <laughs> a texture says, LOL, Justin, let your podcast idea go, bro. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, I, I skipped one. Absolutely not. Mitch does not please that good. Wait, hold up. Yeah. I'm, no. Yeah. Uh, Oh, let's move on. That was, yeah. that was probably the best. Yeah. And uh, by, the way, here. by the way, the person that had the let your podcast idea go, bro, if you go back and listen to when we were talking about that and when you sent that text in on the podcast, that, that cracked me up when it came across the text machine. That was a good text. Uh, <laughs> John here. Good. We may just go get Duran morning to all. If we do, we will go undefeated. Hey, if Young and Giannis are known to go, are no no go, no go the rest of the series, how good will the games be and which team would win? I'm not sure. I've got the Suns to win tonight. Booker Gross are 45 with the blindfold on. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Oh, that's more than uh, 30, the bar that Justin set. Wow. Suns win. Suns, Suns are going to win. Heard it here first. So... So Nick was setting up that secret date with his mistress the day before his anniversary. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, did you end up sliding in her DMs? Did not. <laughs> Stayed out did, of the DMs. Did you settle on the group date or is it just you two? No, no. Uh, just ask for a phone number instead. Okay, that's a good call. That's the way to go about it. A texter says, what happened to one of your original callers, the guy named Frank? Well, hey, he was a bigger Andy Sweeney fan, so I think Frank has just abandoned us. Yeah, you had to pick a side, and unfortunately, Frank 
drew his line in the sand. Hmm. Speaking of making a big splash, was Mince at the pool party? Oh no, we did not break that down. Oh goodness, no, we didn't. Damn what a it. missed we gotta get out the bone saw. Look how much fun they're having. I, you know, I I doubt they lose a game, but if they do, still probably gonna cruise to a national championship. You don't have that much fun at a pool party, and good things don't don't come later in the season. They look like they were having a blast, Roush. Oh, exactly. Cow uh, I mean, pre- cow is looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I one for once it would be fun to see Cal be the one that starts it by jumping in the pool. Just to I, I mean, what would does Cal jump in pools? Does he go in backwards? Like I bet he does the old man thing where you kind of like jump but just hold your hands out and it's a much louder splash than it should be. Um but he has perfected the form of the second thud. You know that he was probably like, all right, listen, none of you all are getting hurt on this. So we, where exactly are you landing in? Where exactly are you landing in? Where exactly? Like, you know, he probably had to have it detailed mapped out so nobody was going to hit their head on a rock or hit their head on another player or anything like that. But uh, sweet looking pool that Cal's got there. Yeah, it'd be nice to swim in it. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texture says, I hear Plumley bro voted for Biden and he eats at KSR bar. Loser. Wow. Uh, really coming for me. Wow. Uh, when's the last time you were at KSR Bar? Uh, two weeks ago. What'd you eat? Yeah. Had a burger for the first time in a long time. The beer cheeseburger. Very good. Mm, that's Ooh. cheesy. I can confirm that Jalen Duran was at the... Uh, was KSR at the, Bar? No, the pool party. But no confirmation on mints. Hmm. And somebody found this by looking at the reflection off of glass to see Duran, which just, really, yeah, impressive. Well, yeah, he could be in the video. Yeah, yeah, because he's on his official visit. Yeah, I don't think that's against the the rules anymore. But uh, all right, interesting. A texter says, on a scale of ten to Super Eight Motel, what is Justin's hotel like? How well would it thrive in the South End? <laughs> Well, we thrive in the East End, so I imagine it would probably thrive in the South End as well because we got a pretty phenomenal staff. I would give it a 9.5. Wow. Not biased take by Justin we, we are, We are, and I'm not bragging here. This is facts. We are one of the best hotels in Louisville. Wow. Well, who you, needs to go you, downtown to stay at the Omni when you can just go to Justin Kalen's hotel and, and hear stories at the bar? And it's going to be a lot more quiet than downtown. <laughs> Did you, uh, wow, is that a political take? Uh, no, but maybe. <laughs> wow. Uh, Justin, do you work with anybody that you don't really see eye to eye with? Absolutely not. Never have, never will. What about the radio show? Never have, never will. Big height difference between you and Nick. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going by that, yeah, I work with all kinds of people I don't see eye to eye with. All right, we're out of time. Uh, I'll be out tomorrow, but these goobers gotcha. Uh, I, I may either be like just walking around Oakmont or playing it. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens with my back. But everybody have a great 4th of July. Happy birthday to America, the best country that ever was and ever is. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you. I'll see you next week. Roush and Justin Kalen will see you tomorrow. Maybe a little surprise 
is on the show as well. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Brown. Okay.